1: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, it's Dr. Will Cole. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers. This is the art of being well. What's up and welcome to the art of being well. I am a leading functional medicine expert. I get to consult people around the world via webcam, and I'm a New York Times bestselling author. I wrote Intuitive Fasting, which is my newest book, and The Inflammation Spectrum, and Ketotarian. If you want to learn more about my clinical work, the telehealth center, the books, and there's lots of free resources there for you as well, you can check it all out at drwillcole.com. That's d r w i l l c o l e ecom Calm and hey, guess what? <laughs> I'm giving away free signed books of your choice. You can pick any one of the three that you want to for everybody that rates and reviews the art of being well on Apple Podcast. So you can leave your Instagram handle in the review on Apple podcast. And you can even message me on Instagram and say, Hey, I left your review. You can screenshot it and send it to me. And I will be randomly picking a lucky winner. And I will send you any book that you want. And I'll sign it to whoever you want to yourself or family or friend. Uh, You can pick which one you want. So yeah, rate and review the art of being well. That's how people hear about the podcast. So get going. Can't wait to see your reviews. Thank you so much. All right, let's get to today's guest. He is a dear friend of mine, brilliant human being, Christopher Gavigan, the man, the myth, the legend. He is a seasoned champion for environmental and human health. He's acclaimed author and speaker and social entrepreneur, Christopher's commitment to better has spanned his entire career, most notably in his roles as CEO and executive director of Healthy Child, Healthy World, and founder and chief product officer of The Honest Company. He also sits on the board of directors of Mount Sinai's Hospital's Children's Environmental Health Center, and is the New York Times bestselling author of Healthy Child, Healthy World. And he's doing amazing things as founder and co-CEO of Prima, a brand that I dearly love. And stay tuned through the entire conversation with Christopher, because at the end, I answer another one of your burning health questions and then ask me anything. All right. This is Christopher Gavigan's Art of Being Well. Christopher Gavigan, my friend, thanks for coming on the podcast.
0: I, I love seeing you. I I'm am I'm deeply respect you and your work and your platform and how you guide and and coach and partner with people. So I'm so happy to be here. Thanks
1: for having me. Thank you. I feel the same way about you. So let's kick off this conversation. I'm interested to see, because I know a lot about what you're doing now, and I'm excited for people to learn about that. But I want to go back to, I know a little bit just through conversations we've had about You've been interested in wellness long before this is a professional, like in the industry sort of thing. It's been a part of your life for a long time. So tell me about your journey with wellness and then that catalyst to wanting to be in this space professionally.
0: That's a great question. It's always, you always, as you retrace and, and look back. You're always looking for those watershed moments. And I think it's always cumulative. And as we know, we live our lives through daily actions and rituals and small decision points. And I think it was a kernel of truth within me and then built out over time. And for me, as a kid, I grew up in New York and in rural Connecticut after the age of 10. And I was always drawn To the I I called it the woods or or this this local stream that we had right in front of our house. But I was always drawn outdoors. I wanted I always had a deep affinity and reverence and connection to and and even a a spiritual connection because at one point I I was like God. The wind and 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 some of these more pivotal moments. But it was always outdoors and always outside. And and part of that was I, I was one of four boys. So I was number three. And my mom literally was like, boys, get outside, like run, play, explore, do like, get your energy out." And that was a, a place for me for sure. And throughout my early um, teenage years, my grandfather, who I deeply respected and adored and loved, he was a physical fitness buff. And so His connection to being outdoors, but also taking care of his body in a very proactive way. He lived uh, well into his 90s. He would sit-ups, push-ups, headstands, smart, thoughtful, whole food, eating, water intake, sleep prioritization. I mean, he was well ahead of his time. And I just loved and I watched and I observed. And then when you start, even at that age, when you start making these decision points in your, in your life, you feel it. And he was always a, a preacher of really knowing like the whole Greek philosophy and know thyself. But like, his, his philosophy was know how your body feels, like really attune and tune into what your body is showing. How does your skin look? What's your energy level like? What's your clarity of focus? How do you feel? And I loved that. I was an athlete. So that all was very symbiotic and, and connective. And then it was in my um, high school years, there were some moments of backpacking and exploration in the and um, come the wilds that really spurred my interest and love and passion to want to protect and and really serve. As my dad said, like, what's your purpose to serve? And there was that service orientation to want to be part of a... And look, as an eighth grader, I see oils uh, lapping up on the the shores of uh, Alaska through Exxon Valdez, and you're seeing the conversation around the ozone layer happening. And so that was all very much a... a, um, a holistic package of me wanting to do work in the environmental space and again, colliding the world. And it was just, I remember that as a breakthrough moment when someone said, Oh, environmental health is not the study of biology, excuse me, biology of earth systems and geology and geography. It's not that it's how the human body connects in the environment. And Mm -hmm. that was fascinating to me. That was a light moment. Right. And, and uh, the environment is in, on and around us. Mm -hmm. And we are representative of our natural environment and cellular microbiome ways, as, as you know, well, I'm sure we'll talk about. But, and so that's early, early in my how I got started. And again, this is in late 80s, early 90s. And then I went to an um, undergrad in environmental science at UC Santa Barbara, which was the um, preeminent and first program in the nation dedicated to environmental science and the work around protection and advocacy and awareness building. And that was a a hotbed of excitement for me. And and really, I wanted to find my niche. And I kept going back to how do we elegantly in both positive and negative health outcomes, how do we connect to the natural world? And what, what what are some of the practices and rituals what are some of the what's some of the cellular biology of it all and and the physiology of it all so like the depth of science work so this was a very much a sciences based program um yes it weaves some of the sociology and behavioral communication of work um and behavioral psychology but it was very much sciences and 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 how do we
1: how did we how we
0: representative of
1: our environment so that's Mm that's a little bit of the early work and early stuff. I love it. Then in, in 2012 you founded and grew The Honest Company which was so ahead of its time and it was such a leader in the space of of natural skincare and options for families that were looking for natural things. Can you explain the impetus behind The Honest Company and and your time starting that?
0: Yeah, it, it that happened very much so I went into the world of the nonprofit and advocacy side and and very much how do I alert, alarm, excite, and, and entice parents who that great moment of awakening happens? How do I get them to protect the littlest ones? So the most vulnerable. So mom, most, most vulnerable babies under the age of five, most vulnerable. So how do I get them, that parent to take action there? Because we live in a world that's fairly synthetic and chemical-based and, and and not and chemicals aren't bad. We talked about some of the toxicological and some of the, the the doses that make the poison and some of the poison. So, so how do we alert parents around living a more natural, non-toxic and um, more sustainable life? And so I wrote this book in 2008 called Healthy Child, Healthy World and gathered doctors and academics and researchers and compiled the data and then brought some notable voices into it. So it brought notable voices like Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep and Gwyneth before she launched Scoop and Michelle Obama before even Barack had announced his candidacy. So how do parents that had experienced a little bit of a trauma and went through some repair around healing their children and repairing and restoring a more balanced, healthy life. So it was a lifestyle manual, but ultimately, you know, guide and and train and teach, but you you can't chop away the problem. And I was like, "God, there gotta there has to be a place. There has to be one brand, one source, one master philosophy around protection and and prevention, and that was rooted with standards and values and science and 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 rigor, and was unapologetic in its positioning. And so that's what that was really the the, the, the heartbeat and is the heartbeat of the honest company. I happened to meet Jessica Alba in 2008 at that book launch party. And she was like, God, I just had a horrible allergic reaction to a laundry detergent. Tell me what to buy. And that tell me what to buy was the the plea. And so that was really the, the platform of how do we create a brand that stood for so much but was... Simplistic and, and beautiful in, in presentation, but had this really deep connection to what is the best in class science say around these ingredients and in these both botanical sciences as well as petrochemical sciences and how do we create effective, well-priced, yes, slightly premium because you're investing in quality, but some of the best in class product out there.
1: mm do you want to detox without the hassle of juice cleanses and strict diets? Juna's brand new antioxidant-rich detox drops are the ultimate agent for daily detoxification to promote digestion, support debloating, eliminate toxins from the body, and boost your overall health. They transform boring water into a powerhouse of a drink and taste super refreshing. Use Juna's Detox Drops for detox to boost your energy levels, deep low, to eliminate internal toxins caused by pollution, to aid in digestion, the morning after alcohol consumption to aid in liver detoxification, and also to support healthy skin, hair, and nails. I love to drop them into water and drink them first, thing in the morning as a daily cleanse, a daily ritual, and they taste so refreshing. A bit minty with a hint of lemon, they actually motivate me to drink more water. The main active ingredient is chlorophyll, which is a powerhouse of antioxidants that contributes to a variety of different skin health benefits, like helping with free radical damage that supports anti-aging, developed by two moms who know a thing or two about stress. Juna creates science-backed solutions in the form of easy-to-use drops to combat the stressors of modern living so we can sleep better, stress less, optimize our health, and improve our mood. Shop Juna's $26 Detox Drops online at junaworld.com and save an additional 20% off with the code WillCole. Again, get this amazing discount on this already really affordable and accessible detox drop at junaworld.com and use code WillCole at checkout for an additional 20% off. This episode is brought to you by Monk Pack, Monk Pack offers low-sugar, keto-friendly bars which are plant-based, gluten-free, and non-GMO. They're the perfect snack for anyone who is trying to eat better or cut back on sugar and carbs without sacrificing taste. Monk Pack Keto Granola Bars and Nut and Seed Bars contains one gram of sugar or less, two to three grams of net carbs, and each bar contains 150 calories or less. So Monk Pack sent me these bars in the mail. I think they taste amazing. My kids do, which they're the ultimate test as well. They love them. And also my little niece, who's five years old, she came over to my house. We have and uncle and auntie snack bin, right? They know when they come over, we have these healthy snacks that taste good and mung pack, has made the cut with my family across the board. They are amazing. They are soft and chewy. They taste better than any other bar that is as clean as this. They come in delicious flavors like sea salt, dark chocolate, coconut cocoa chip, and caramel sea salt. Get 20% off your first purchase of any Monk Pack product by visiting monkpack.com and enter code WILLCOLE at checkout. To get started, just go to monkpack.com. That's M U N K dot and select any product and then enter code will at checkout to get your 20% off. MonkPack pack is so confident in their product. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like them for any reason, which that won't happen, but if it does for the random freak out there, they'll exchange the product or refund your money, whichever you prefer. So as if that wasn't enough, you're just game changing in the space. I'm looking over your career. I'm such a fan of yours and everything you touch is just epic, top level, amazing things that's bettering the world. Where, how did, like if, as if you weren't busy enough, you then started Prima, which I'm (laughs) a major fan of Prima. What was the impetus behind that?
0: If we're looking at the data, and I understand the ostrich effect, like once you know, you just put your head in the ground because you can't know too much. And I'm just, I'm just the exact opposite. I'm a voracious learner. The more I learn, the more I get excited about it. And the science and, and the, like, the depth of data just motivates me. And so you look at the epidemics of our time, especially for the little ones, autism, allergies, asthma, learning d- delays, behavioral disorders, what's causing those? And so that's what a lot of the work with Healthy Child was. That's a lot of the, the baseline of work trying to prevent disease and illness and, and trauma to families by keeping kids safe early on in utero and through first five years. But what I mean, you talk about this so eloquently and beautifully. And, and I know that is such a it's such a driving force to connect to people to under help them understand was it was a light bulb moment for me was. I'm building the honest company. I am having, we're having babies. I'm under extreme stress in my life. And stress is really, is, is causing me some challenges, physical, emotional, mental, relational. And so what do I need to do? And so I, and I want to up-level my life and I want, I'm, I'm a citizen doctor and I can do that. And so I went back to the science and it was in 2009. So prior to launching on, that I heard first heard about cannabinoid sciences. I was like, what, what are they? these are molecules that are literally the bridge between the body and the mind. And they're there. I mean, stress shows that all disease and illness, 90 plus percent is rooted in stress on the body. And stress is not just like, oh my God, I don't, I'm having a tough day. Right. It's so it's, it's. <laughs> biological and cellular and molecular and epigenetic based. And so what are the, what are the tools? What are the ways that we can prevent and and manage and restore the body to a better place? Again, grandfather, how do you feel? Hmm. And I wanted just to feel better. And so digging into the, the reality and the science, not the rhetoric and the ideology, because that exists in this space a lot. I wanted to unpack and normalize and unlock the therapeutic value of these cannabinoids. Much of them are derived from cannabis, and we know, like, oh my god, the layer and the and the briefcase full of stigma and bias that that brings, and and fear of the fear prohibition that had gone on, and so this momentum and foreshadowing around great transformation that could happen to the body if. You we're fueling it with facts and fueling with data and fueling with research, and then and then great client and consumer a patient experiences like what what's that look like and so and we're also seeing evolving legislative solutions happening in the marketplace. So Prima very much is a beautiful next step for me because it takes all that clean, healthy, safe, non-toxic work, and then pluses it up to a world of now we're going to get the body to prosper and thrive mm-hmm. by ma- by managing the epidemic of our time, which mm. what you stress is a social and physical toxicant, right?
1: Yeah. So this is so something that I've learned a lot from you since your work with Prima and it's been out in the world is I think you worded it exactly like this, that the CBD world is the wild, wild west. There's just tons of stuff out there. And what you really are doing, and I know will continue to do, is create a standardization, create a level of uh, awareness on the standards within the CBD community. Can you educate people, can you educate us on what's going on in the CBD world, what we should be looking for, and what you are trying to do in the industry? Thank you. I appreciate that.
0: It's been a longer journey because it is very nuanced and nascent and early. And anything is like pseudoscience until you have the reproducible data and the vocabulary, right? So it's a lot of it. It's like gathering the data, investing in the data, building the vocabulary and educate and excite consumers. And then really understanding the mechanics inside the body. And I think that what we're seeing again this body system this endocannabinoid system that's only recently been discovered in the last 25 years that 90 plus percent of all doctors don't really know about right they they get barely get any education maybe like 20 minutes of training in traditional medical school on this system but it's it's again it is it is the system that comes in to modulate against stress response inside the body, which we know stress response shuts down major um, functions of hormones and digestion and immunity and, and neural response. So that, that work is number one, let's let's do the work around best in class education. How do we, how do we package it and how do we teach about it both to educators and, and thought leaders as well as consumers. And then how do we bring the level of rigor around it? Because, The purity of the ingredient matters. We're deriving our cannabinoids, which there are over 120 of them from hemp. Hemp is the sober botanical cousin of marijuana. Marijuana happens to have that one extra cannabinoid in it called THC. That's the one that actively binds to these receptor sites inside the body and actually gets you feeling euphoric and high, if you will. But all the other ones are in the wellness category. So there's a recreation side of cannabis, and there's the wellness side of cannabis, so get high or get or, or, or get healed. For me, it was for like let's do the work on let's getting the best in class source. So we went to up to Oregon, which you know globally has some of the best and cleanest soils, and in, in, the, in the certainly here in the lower forty-eight, hemp is a bioaccumulator. It actually pulls up toxicants, um, and as a can remediate soils. In fact, and so it is a, a very very powerful plant and. And understanding, you need to know where your source is. And so what we did is, that's why we went up to Oregon because it's known as the Napa Valley of hemp. And, you know, we, obviously best in class around purity and precision and, and dosing and, and the potency of it, but also ensuring that we're testing it, right? We have to test and show those results. So how many times are you testing it? And when are you testing along the supply chain? So really doing that work because the consumer doesn't need to know about that work. They need to outsource their trust to the, to the leader and the leadership and the, the executives there. And one of my biggest challenges with this category, Will, is that it's really filled with hooligans and charlatans and, and, and people who are making outlandish claims and taking advantage of vulnerable consumers. And our job is, you know, what gives you the rights? I know that you do this often is what is the brand's ethos and standards, but who's behind the brand? What gives, like what credibility, what integrity, what trust, what what expertise do they have to bring to the space? Mm-hmm. And so I am always double clicking into like my, my second click on any new brand is the about us. Are they showing mm-hmm. their face? What, what are the, what are they, what are they saying? How are they uh, at, you know, really, what gives them the right, what, you know, what, why do they belong? And so I I want to bring a level of, of integrity and sophistication and leadership to this space that needs it where it's early days, both on the THC side, as well as the classic CBD side. Mm-hmm. So the power of these ingredients matter to humanity, the therapeutic potential is there, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: we have to be careful not to oversell it. We have to be careful to preserve the the maximum spectrum of those molecules so not to scorch it and not to heat it and not to overcompress it in its supply chain and that's really important and then how are you delivering it what is the methodology and and what is it what's it packaged in what's the format so we we have supplements and we've got skincare which is therapeutic in its proposition and then we've got facial care And each one of those needs a particular um, formulation Mm -hmm. science in order to ensure that these molecules that are active and therapeutic and functional nature, that they actually can support the body's ECS and uh, other reparative and restorative functions so that they actually get there. So Mm -hmm. there's a lot of, that's a lot there. And I, I know I've touched on a few points, but. You know we're, we're we we want to be as transparent and open as possible. We want to help retailers set a new standard, and that's why we're working with Sephora. We did work with Sora Sephora to create their standard that sits under the clean standard. And we work with recently with Vitamin Shop to help these retailers that are now regulators. We yeah. and and if if the FDA and FTC and they're slow to enact regulations here, then it's dependent on brands and it's dependent on retailers to work in harmony mm-hmm. and create a sourcing accountability standard on what's sitting on store shelves because consumers just assume it's safe mm-hmm. but that's not the case the fda is not a a guardian at the gate they're really they're more like a police force and they're not a you know border control so they're not mm-hmm. preventing things from going in they'll come in and select things that need should come out so it's mm-hmm. our job to um, do the work in order to make sure that the consumers are safe and healthy.
1: Love it. So one of the things that I take daily is your daily supplement. It's a supplement yeah. just, Let's talk about the internal stuff first and yeah. what makes that so different, what makes that formula so different and what people should be looking out for when they're taking a CBD supplement.
0: So when we built that, it was... You know, we really look at cannabinoids as being an essential nutrient and we're often deficient in an essential nutrients that you talk about this a lot. And so as an essential nutrient, what's, what's the correct dose? What's, what's the correct potency and purity? And then what are you pairing it with to ensure that it gets through to the right places in the body? And Mm -hmm. so a lot of the industry in the CBD world is tincture. So people like squirting it under their tongue. We know that science demonstrates through numerous studies that the oral mucosal region, whilst it, you can absorb some molecules there, it's very inefficient. People aren't doing it correctly. They're not putting in the right area of the buccal region. They're not holding it for long enough. And so really only 2 to 3% actually gets through to the body, into the bloodstream. So we went through, you know, everything that we build is doctor formulated and vegan and obviously organic sourced um, ingredients on the, on the hemp side as many, many others of the botanicals. And we said, what's the best way to bypass the gut, bypass the liver that are there to purify and to ensure that these are, are are brought to the bodies into these, I mean, the ECS exists it exists all over the body. It's the largest cellular receptor network inside the entire body. So we'll, how do we bring it into the glands, the organs, the tissues, the connective musculature to the places that these cellular recites, cellular recites exist so that, and receptors exist so that we can have an effective and, and again, is it making me feel something? And mm-hmm oftentimes, uh, you know, through the science that we've deployed, people are like, oh my gosh, I actually feel your product. Like I'm feeling clearer. I'm more uplifted. I'm a little bit more grounded. I'm feeling more myself. And that's when, we, when the body's back into balance and harmony, the body is a, a, a powerful healing machine. Mm-hmm. And so these are, these are uh, therapeutic molecules that you're bringing the body back into this better state of homeostasis and balance when they're delivered in this rice faction. So where we have the high concentration of the cannabinoids, we have 25 milligrams in each a vegan soft gel. And then what we do is we pair it with terpenes. So clove, black pepper, curcumin, and we're pairing it with these terpenes that act as, that's the smell molecule, their scent molecule, that actually act as solvents, So they're opening up pathways inside the body to actually allow for these additional cannabinoids to enter and so It's a beautiful formula. There's a lot of research that we've done with our manufacturing and and, um, development partners at the benchtop here to really ensure that it's dosed correctly. And it's, it's the number one selling product in our line. I'm so pleased and thankful that you take it because it is something that, again, if we look at some of these things that we're supplementing for, this is an essential nutrient that you need. And many of us run deficient in it in it because the, bow, the body is constantly in a state of stress, doom scrolling, everyday cult of busy. Like we live a busy life, right? So we need these molecules in a, in a higher concentration.
1: I love that. Uh, doom scrolling. I never heard that before. That is so true. Doom scrolling and everyday cult of busy. <laughs> that, that should be the title of this episode for sure. <laughs> the solution for both of those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for over a decade, Tappan has been a source for individual collectors and designers to find art for their homes as well as their clients. They connect collectors to the best established and emerging artists from around the world, including original works and limited edition prints. Tappan has revolutionized the art buying experience. You can find inspired works for your home by trusting the curation of Tappan. From selecting to framing, Buying art with Tappen is transparent and effortless. Recognized as a leader in the industry by Architectural Digest, Vogue, My Domain, and Covetour. And if you didn't know this, art is extremely helpful for our health. A study out of Norway found that people that exposed themselves to art had increased rates of good health, satisfaction with one's life, and lower rates of anxiety and depression in both men and women. All you have to do is use code WillCole at checkout for a $50 credit towards your first purchase at TapIn. Visit TappanCollective.com to find your next work of art. That's T-A-P-P-A-N C-O-L-L-E-C-T-I-V-E, Tapincollective.com. Use code WillCole at checkout for that $50 credit towards your first purchase at TapIn. Visit tappincollective.com to find your next work of art. Our next partner has a product I've recommended for years. I love it for myself and my patients love it as well. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food store superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all the things. It's lifestyle friendly. So whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, tons of people take some kind of multivitamin. I love this because it's just a whole food-based multivitamin and so much more. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews recommended by professional athletes, trusted by leading health experts, and Athletic Greens is a climate-neutral certified company. For every purchase, they donate to organizations helping to get nutritious food to kids in need, including No Kid Hungry here in the United States. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's all you have to do. To make it super easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D. Man, I have to tell you, vitamin D deficiency is so common on people's labs. You have to make sure your vitamin D is optimal, and it supports your energy, your immune system, mood, so much more. And they also are going to give you five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreenscom willcoal. Again, that is willcoal to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Okay, let's talk about the Prima skincare line. I love this stuff. Take us through, like, what does a regimen of Prima skincare look like? So we,
0: you know, we, we took two paths. We said when the body's in, in, in a particular state of aches and discomfort and, and pain modulation, we, we created a line of products that were specifically for a more targeted treatment. And so we've got the R&R cream that's for really about soothing comfort on um, musculature and joints and those, those spots that, you know. We're weekend warriors and we go hard and, and or we just like tweak your back getting out of bed or at that age. So that's a more targeted um solution. We have this bath gem, which is called... The best. I love this bath gem. People are obsessed. Our VP at Sephora calls it a full day at the spa for $15. <laughs> it is,
1: that's
0: good. It's an effervescent soak. It's Epsom salts. And then it's got menthol and uh, metal foam. And it's lovely. So the, the outside of like getting beautiful cannabinoids inside the body and the body's the large organ and, you know, whatever goes on, goes in, it is also, you step out of the bath and we've loaded it with oil. So it's yes. loads your body with this beautiful layer of, of botanicals and it's in beautiful herbal scents. So it's lovely. And then we have a new body oil that's crushing it and people love it. It's it's it's, it's this dry touch, but very, very emollient. Yeah. It's fentanyl- that's Christian.
1: also like a spa as well. My sister-in-law, I have to tell you real fast. My sister-in-law was at my house the other day and she said, that oil that you have in your bathroom, where do you get that? It's so amazing. It was your body oil. It body did, oil, beyond yeah. body
0: oil. My daughter named yeah. it. So that's the therapeutic body side. And then we went skincare and skincare. We, we, again, you, you've got these receptor sites inside, inside the body and musculature, but also on the dermis. And so when you're, the, 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 the science demonstrates that when you calm inflammatory response, which cannabinoids um, do, when you calm the body's inflammatory response of like, it's in a state of stress, what happens? these other botanicals and these other functional ingredients are coming in and doing a, a more effective job. So what we're seeing is redness reduction, tone, fine line, like all this stuff that people want. These cannabinoids are extremely powerful. It's a very powerful ingredient in, skin, in people's skincare routine. So we have a trio, skincare power trio, that is a serum which is the Enlightenment Serum. We have a very rich emollient cream day and night, not, not too heavy. I use it under makeup. but use it every day. I use it under sunscreen every day. That's called the Afterglow, which is a very, very high, like four types of hyaluronic acid. There's butterfly ginger extract for blue light protection. There's mushroom ingredient. It's really, really lovely. And then to top it all off, one of our most popular products is also our Night Magic, which is called excuse me, in our night oil, which is called Night Magic. And this is a more heavy oil that you would put on and layer on as your last step. And that seals and locks everything in. So it's a really, really strong and potent formula because what we've thought about was, okay, here, new ingredient, new category. Consumers need to know that it's going to work, right? I'm only going to invest in things that work. It's hard to change people's skincare routines. So we overinvest in clinicals. I mean, both consumer perception as well as instrumentation, like very humbly amazing results for these in- ingredients and these formulas. Sephora like was doing backflips when they were seeing the numbers because people, you have a hard time switching and replacing things out, especially on this part of people's bodies, especially yeah. um, for the female set. So we, we've done a really good job at building products that, Simple ingredient story, obviously clean in nature, but highly
1: results-oriented and effective. Love it. What are, some, for the night magic, what's some of the hero ingredients in there for people that, that like geeking out on this stuff?
0: Yes, marula, um, neem. The other really big one is prickly pear extract. We have that in at 10%. The effic- and this is something we've also done is there's an efficacious amount. A lot of brands and some people, like, again, it drives me crazy because the more you know, you just like, it, it gets you upset. People just do, it's like fairy dust, like, oh, just a sprinkle and, and yeah. I can get it on my ingredient label and it, I'll lure the consumer into thinking it's in there. So the efficacious amount for prickly pear is 2%. We quadr or put 5X that and put that at 20% because prickly pear is a cactus that we know prickly pears is, is very, thick and full and rich inside after you break it open. So essentially it holds moisture, locks in moisture. It's it's nature's hyaluronic acid. So it pulls moisture in and holds it in. And so what we've done is we put 10% in and what what we're seeing is hydration, moisture retention, the moisture quality of, of people using it in the next morning is so much higher. So, you know, we all lived in through seasons, through cycles of our life. People wake up and their reports are, oh my god, my skin's more luminous and it's plumper and fuller. Is is because of that prickly pear extract? Which was really really powerful ingredient.
1: Awesome, yeah, love it. So I I want to switch gears real fast and talk about family family stuff with you. I you lived in L.A. for a long time and you recently made a move to the East Coast back to your your roots. Back How's that East. change been? I mean, leaving L.A. I mean, what was the impetus behind behind that move?
0: Yeah, it's it's a great question. Look, I I did my did a lot of work in California. California has been so good for me and to me and with me and and raising kids in California can be somewhat of a challenge. And you know, my wife and I, we so we have four kids. We have Luke, is fourteen. Evie just turned eleven. Poppy is nine, and Josie is five. And raising for kids in any more suburban, semi-urban areas, challenging, right? And for me, given like our values and standards and getting outside and outdoors, I was just looking for some physical and psychic space. And so we were constantly in discussion of it. And COVID, the great reimagining, and I hopefully everyone took it, and/or is continuing to take it. What, is, what, what are you prioritizing? What really matters? What do you want? And oftentimes, and you know, like. They say this in business, it's not about ideas. It's about execution. Same thing with your life. Like you have a good idea, like be courageous, go get it, get it done. You're going to, if you fall fantastic, but typically a net will appear when you jump. And so we just took a leap and I like I adore and, and so thankful for my wife for going on the journey together. Was what what what's the place that we can find where we get our needs met? And so she needs to need needs to be you know great food and art and theater and and that cultural spot. And so New York's one of the greatest cities in the in the on the globe. It's so multidimensional and multicultural in its platform. So we're forty five minutes north, and it's really lovely because it's it gets us that country vibe, uh, but easy access into city when we need to. And we're we're really trying to again do the things that make us the happiest. And we're so we're restoring this old farm and we're gonna have gardens galore and animals and selling of eggs, you know, really just getting our hands dirty and playing a ton. Our our girls ride, so we're gonna, you know, they're gonna ride a ton of horses up here. It's just it's getting it's slowing things down and taking the, you know, just. And I, I'm a believer, a huge believer, that children need every once in a while they need a a big step function of reimagining, and and they find their way, and it's a big mm-hmm. life lesson and a journey for them. So, it's all in all, I'm really excited about this opportunity for us.
1: Yeah, I'm excited for you too. I mean, I live in the country in in Pennsylvania I mean these are quite historical towns I mean and we, before we started recording you talked about it's a kind of honoring history of redoing this farmhouse what's yeah. that been like for you it's been
0: interesting cuz i'm i'm a history buff and i and i am um, you know one of my things is looking to the past i think there's so much intelligence and wisdom in the past through through people and myth and narrative intelligence and, and and a lot of a lot of times in these buildings, right? And because they had they had so they didn't lack some of the heavy equipment and capability, engineering and otherwise, and architectural wise. So they were so resourceful. And so some of the looking at this old 19 or early nineteen hundreds house is, is just number one, marveling at it. And number two is how do you embrace it? Like yes, you want to bring it to a more modern, more friendly place but you also want, you want to give reverence and, and respect, like some of the intricacies and details and some of the choices that they, they had to make mm-hmm. like the lower ceilings because the heat rises. And so why is the low ceiling there? And so, okay, if you had to peel back that layer, what's behind that? Oh my God, there's old growth forest and timber up there. Like let's highlight that and show that. And, and look at this doorknob. I mean, this is a stunning piece. It just needs some, some work and some elbow grease. So I'm, I'm really wanting to bring in that salvaged and repurposed thing and ethos into the, into the building. And, and certainly the property, the property was overgrown, but some of these, you pull back some of the, the lower um, newer growth and you're seeing these historic elms and beaches and, and hickories and some of these beautiful trees that just need some light and breath around them. And so it'll, it's been a, a phenomenal project. And as you know, you're, you're in the country, it's, every, every now and again, you pinch yourself. You're like, gosh, I'm, I'm just turned a corner on this beautiful road and look at this sight." Mm-hmm. And I think we don't slow down enough to take, you know, just to breathe that in and, and, mm-hmm. and respect and be grateful for that.
1: Yeah. I'm excited for you all. People age at different speeds and the date on your license may not represent your inner biological age at all. If you're looking for ways to extend your health span and slow down the aging process, the keys to health and longevity run in your blood. That's why Inside Tracker provides you with a personalized plan to improve your metabolism, reduce your stress, improve your sleep, and optimize your health for the long haul. Created by leading scientists in aging, genetics, and biometrics, Inside Tracker analyzes your blood, your DNA, and fitness tracking data to identify where you're optimized and where you are not. You'll get a daily action plan with personalized guidance on the right exercise for you, right nutrition for you, and supplementation for your body. Something that I love from Inside Tracker is what they call Inner Age 2.0. You can add this to any plan for a definitive calculation of your true biological age. You are going to be shocked by the results to see how you're aging from the inside out. For a limited time, get 20% off the entire Inside Tracker store. Just go to insidetracker.com forward slash art of being well. That's insidetracker.com forward slash art of being well or you can use code WillCole at checkout for that 20% off. You're gonna learn so much. And then message me on Instagram or somewhere on social media to show me your inner age 2.0. I wanna see what your true inner biological age is when you get the results back. All right, my friend, this part of the podcast that you know, the the podcast is called The Art of Being Well. So this is your art of being well. This is Christopher Gavigan's Art of Being Well. I'm gonna throw you some questions. And whatever comes to mind, it's just your favorite things basically within wellness. Uh, So first question is if you're stuck on a desert island and you're looking for survival and and nutrient density and had one food, what would that food be? My gosh,
0: I'm going back and forth between peanut butter and dates. Um,
1: (laughs) I love you. I would say peanut butter would be on top of my list for sure.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like, again, I, I create these like peanut butter, date, chocolate. Maldon salt, uh sea salt bites every night. I think I'd have to say peanut butter. I feel like it's one of the, the perfect foods. It's so satisfying. It's delicious. Yeah. So good.
1: What's yeah. your favorite peanut butter? That's 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 uh, I there. use
0: this there's one peanut butter from the south from Georgia called CB's and it's 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 not overly smooth and it's not overly um chunky, you got to work it. And I've got one of those old school yeah. like turners um, <laughs> when yeah. oral separation happens, but it's organic and just so delicious. And you can get it at any um, natural food store.
1: We'll put the links and all for all of this stuff yeah. in the show okay. notes. All right. Next question, completely opposite. And this probably would be peanut butter for me too. But if you were, <laughs> if you had to eat one food for the rest of your life, purely on taste, so we can go purely on deliciousness, health benefits aside, what would that food be for you?
0: God, like I, I, I will, I, I'll, I know my kids would all say pizza on this one. Um, <laughs> I would have to be, I'd love it, this one either be olive oil for me or dates. Um, recently I've been doing, I, I spent a little time this summer in Greece. And so I was like, Oh my God, I'm in Greece for, for seven days. I'm going to actually just like do like shots of olive oil every day and try new ones. And, and so I'm really into the olive oil thing right now, but I love the sweetness and the the chewiness of a a great date, the jewel dates, Julie's is a great one. Um, So I'll say dates on this one.
1: Perfect. All right. Next question. What are two supplements, one to two supplements that have been the biggest game changers for you personally?
0: Yeah. So I'm, as you know, I'm plant-based for over 25 years of my life. And for a while there, not through like, again, not data collection wasn't my thing in my early twenties and thirties. So after you look at it, I was deficient in my B vitamins. And so I do a B complex. The one that I do like particularly is from mega food called blood builder. And that's got some iron in it and some other essential minerals, as well as a nice balance of the bees. And so I take the blood builder from mega food. And then gosh, this is, a, is I do quite a few. I, I've been into the Sheila, Shilajit thing recently. I would say, I, I mean, I, I I uh, have uh, greens like Corella meets Spirulina. I have a, a blend, blended one in the, the greens family. I would say a Corella and a Spirulina is is a, a really, you get a little residual proteins. You get some of the amino acids and those phytonutrients in there. So I would say um, that, but I'm I'm a big supplement person. I do, I do my Ds, I do my omegas. I obviously do my probiotics. I think that's a pretty big one for me too. Everyone needs to be attentive to
1: that. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Next question. If you're into biohacking or just maybe something that's not a food, not a supplement, a wellness tool or a biohack, anything you're into lately? Um, yeah, I, I mean, you have really
0: sculpted the conversation and I so appreciate this around the conversation around the time of eating. So circadian rhythm biology, according to metabolism and how that inter- relates, And I have found that over the last decade of doing um, more, I call it intermittent eating because intermittent fat, we're always fasting, but we choose to eat. Mm-hmm. So when are you choosing to eat and what are you eating? So I personally do, I'm on the one meal a day program. And I feel like that is best for me. I, I optimize clarity and focus and energy and I feel the best throughout my day. Yeah. And then when I arrive to that meal, it's more of an eating window. It's anywhere between four and six, maybe 7 PM. Um, mm-hmm. I'm very intentional about what goes in my mouth at those times. And so it really helps like eliminate the noise and chatter and cravings and like, okay, what am I having? And I usually take that philosophy throughout my day, that three, two, one, like three, three things of a 40 ounce. So that's a, that's a gallon of water a day. So it's three things, the three large things of water. Two would be t- two pieces of fruit. So when I'm eating, I, ha- I having some fruit in there. And then one would be a salad, like definitely having a big leafy green whole food salad. And then I don't restrict my meal, but like I eat whatever I want in those obviously those parameters, but that three, two, one and the time of eating would be my bio, my biohack because I think I love it's that. It's very important for people.
1: It, yeah, I'm I'm actually doing an OMAD today too. We're, we're fasting twins today. I love it. I do it intermittently. I don't do it every day, but I, yeah, I you love I was going to say, it.
0: Wendy, what, what's, your, what's your feeding window?
1: Normally I do an 18-6. I'll okay. do a six hour eating window, but I'll go weeks where I'll do an OMAD one meal a day, or I'll do like it peppered throughout the week. Nice. I, I love it too. It simplifies things. And you honestly do appreciate the food so much more. And I feel so great when I'm doing it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I'll, on the weekends, I, I sometimes flex because it's nice to sit down for lunch with your kids. And, like, mm-hmm. you know. But I, for me during my week, it's, it, it feels like it's the most efficient and easy and it focuses mm-hmm. you. I feel like it just takes away some noise and choice that you don't need. And it really gives you
1: yeah. a lot of focus. Yeah, I agree. All right. What's one wellness myth that you want to clear up once and for all? Oh, wow. This is a good one.
0: I think that the conversation and around, like there are, there are toxicants in our world, right? Stress and the the physical and unseen and, and chemical based. But I, I think one of the, maybe it's not a myth, but maybe it needs some highlight is this idea that there are toxic relationships as well hmm. that really can wreak havoc on you. And so I think that the the pillar of, of sleep, which I know you're a huge fan of, and I'm like, it's so great that it's getting some attentiveness. And I think it's mm-hmm. going to really ramp in the next five years. But the, the pillar of mental health, like what's your positive self-talk? And are you leaving these toxic relationships? And what are your healthy relationships and positive peer groups looking like? And 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 what's your gratitude? Like really, what's your gratitude practice? And, and ex- acknowledging abundance and expressing that through joy and giving. And I think that is, and, and obviously the breath work and meditation pieces is, is layered in there, but I think that, 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 that mental health should not be discounted. It needs mm-hmm. to be a major priority and focus for everyone. Yeah. It, could, it, it really is a determining factor in so many, I mean, you, you literally can change your biology by thinking negative thoughts.
1: True. It's so well said. All right. What's one wellness brand that we haven't talked about? It could be a food, it could be a snack, it could be a product that you're really loving. Maybe it's a startup, maybe it's a big company. Anything?
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, look, I'm I've forever I've honored the well just like more of a, a global brand of of import would be Patagonia. I think they've done and Yvonne and he's I've worked for them actually early in my career very much helped me get on the the purpose brand track. I I think they've done such a good job at at really creating a mission, creating a focus, creating a a fantastic product, but existing more than product, existing really to create as a change agent and a business platform for good. So I'm a really big respecter, uh, deeply respecting them. Um, recently, I love Willa's oat milk. They're small, bro- Brooklyn-based. They are, obviously, I, I only um, drink plant milks. I've been a hemp milk fan for many, many years. And then I found Willa's. I was like, oh my God, plant milks can taste good. And they're <laughs> organic. And it's not filled with nonsense and preservatives and unpronounceables. And it's actually like, it, it, like. and we, what, we, what you're seeing in the world of mil- plant milks right now is hopefully people need to be attentive to Almond milk, as delicious as it is, it's really high impact on the globe, water and and, and soil and especially water. So if we're constantly thinking about ways, if you're in this community of of leaning into plant varietals around that, I think that the oat conversation it needs to have. There's a big brand that just went public that I'm not a fan of because of how they both process their oat sugars and how it drives up your glycemic index. But I think Willis has done a really nice job of having a pure, clean label, simple ingredients, beautiful um, packaging and story, and and really lovely. I mean, it just taste unbelievable. My kids like love it, and they just came out with a new chocolate collaboration with Rocka Chocolate. So very they're cool. just great. Yeah, great. And
1: we'll put the i'll I'll put the the links in the show notes for people that are interested in this. All right, next question: What is a book that you've read in the last year? that's really inspired you or made you think in a fresh new way? That's a great question.
0: I... So I'm recently digging into Sergey Young's book, Forever Young. And so he is a... He's not a doctor per se, but he's been more of a a longevity investor and visionary. And so what he has done is really understanding... It, 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 unpacking the conversation around health span and lifespan right mm. health span is the healthy years that you live and lifespan is long, typically the length and so this book has for me has really opened my eyes to the multiple ways that we define stress biologically and physiologically and then how that impacts age and age is can be seen as a disease, right? Mm-hmm. And there's there's many worlds in our, our world and any instances in the world in in, in the mushroom and, and, and uh, fungus community that these these implant community that they don't age, right? So it age is only expression of stressors, environment, weather, time. And so. I think that understanding biological age meets precision medicine and longevity conversation is fascinating. It is. And I think, you know, what his his contention is like he leads with it to hook you in is like, no, you can lead to live to 150 years old. Mm-hmm. And it's not a how-to, it's more here's some of the science. And the next 10 to 15 to 20 years is gonna be astounding on what we know and how do we have a healthier life and what can we do. And what are some yeah. of those ha- habits and rituals, but what are some of the
1: tools as well? Wow. Sounds like a great read. It's a great read. Let's check that out. Yep. All right. Last question, my friend, what's your favorite? This is probably going to be hard, hard to answer, but what's your favorite restaurant in the world? And what do you order oh, when you go there? gosh, you're
0: killing me. <laughs> I'll give a shout out to my good friends at Erwan in the sense that just like John Mackey said from Whole Foods, John Mackey said, gosh, I didn't realize I was going to become, I was, I was going to be a builder of a restaurant. I didn't know I was going to be in the restaurant business. Yeah. If you go to Airwan, Airwan does a lovely job at selling some really high quality, some of the best in class, health and wellness, wellness, well-being forward brands, entrepreneurs, innovators, creative thinkers, great, like young indie brands fighting for attention and they put them on shelves and they give them a moment. But they also do a great job in their both juice and coffee bar, as well as their food service side. And so 60% of all sales at Erwan are there. And so they have a vegan burrito that is really special. So whenever now I used to get it at least once a week in Los Angeles, but now whenever I go, I'm like, I head right there. It's really, it does all the things on veggies and protein and, and carb balances. It's, Delicious. So That's I would amazing. say. Yeah, I script. love
1: air one. They, yeah, they have such cool things. I'll have to check out that burrito though. Next yeah, and and, and
0: just and look, they've done a good job Vito and team and they just brought Marin in an old whole foods vet. And they're just, they're good people. They try hard and they're constantly trying to like, again, if they're, if we're all in the world and you are very much in the world of educating inspiring and normalizing these conversations, but also bringing like real data and real medicine and, and real context to it. You, we're each doing our job to really pull people along and welcome them in. Mm -hmm. And they've done a nice job on the food side because the experience of shopping there is beautiful. They've done a a really Mm -hmm. lovely job at creating a a really beautiful and rich environment.
1: They definitely have Christopher Gavigan, my friend, I appreciate you immensely. How, How can people get in contact with the work that you're doing? Where, where do people go?
0: And look, I, I give people my email. If people want to know how to connect with me, okay. Christopher at Prima.co. It's really easy. It's not. It, it's not like one of those shadow emails. I promise it's me. I want people to reach out, connect with me. People sometimes reach out through LinkedIn and some of the other Instagram and other sites. But I, I, I like to be available and I like to be open yeah. and, and surprisingly, some people will take advantage of it and some people won't. But I'm always available for your audience. I'm a huge believer in your work and such a fan. I think you're bringing a, a, and I just want to acknowledge you as a, a father. I just wanted like the work that you do to help bring the conversation to fathers and men is really important. Will, and I think like the the male audience now more than ever needs to step up and step into the power of of healing their own bodies and their own generational trauma and physical traumas to like, again, we, we want to be here and we want to be the best and most optimized self for our children, right? Like the greatest determining factor of a healthy life is a great relationship with our parents amen so you do such a good job at that hey man
1: that made my day thank you so much I feel the same way about you and I've never had anybody on the podcast give me give people their email how this just shows you the person you are I, I love you appreciate you, you come back anytime
0: I always I'm so excited to see you and uh, let's do it again
1: at the end of every episode I'll be answering a question from one of you guys nothing is off limits ask me anything. And you can send your questions over to me on Instagram or Facebook. As a functional medicine practitioner, it's been fun seeing the questions that have already come in on different food philosophies, wellness trends, and ways to approach overall mental, emotional, and physical health and well-being. Thanks for those. And I'm looking forward to seeing what else is on your mind. Now it's time for an Ask Me Anything. Today's question is from Jess. Jess asks, I've heard you talk a lot about how chronic stress or a traumatic event is stored in the cells of your body. How exactly does this happen? So you're absolutely right that I talk about this at length on the podcast because this is something that I'm very much immersed in with patients when I'm consulting them online. So it's a major aspect to autoimmunity, of inflammation, of other inflammatory nervous system issues of which I'm, it's really all that I'm focused on clinically. So, and this obviously impacts many other systems of the body, impacts the digestive system, impacts hormones, impacts just really every aspect of human health. So yes, you are right. And yes, you heard that, right? It may sound science fiction that stress and trauma. It's stored physically in the cells of the body, but in many ways, that's exactly what I'm saying. uh, Very literally. So, so how exactly does this happen? There's actually a lot of pathways and mechanisms that I can talk about, but one recent study, it was out of Tulane University, I know that, it was a team of neuroscientists at Tulane and Tufts University School of Medicine, I believe, and they were looking at the formation of fear memories in what's known as the emotional hub of the brain, which is known as the amygdala, and they were looking for the mechanism of how fear impacted the brain. And in a nutshell, the researchers found that the stress neurotransmitter neuroepinephrine, also known as neuroadrenaline, facilitates fear processing in the brain by stimulating a certain population of inhibitory neurons in the amygdala to generate a repetitive bursting pattern of electrical discharges. This bursting pattern of electrical activity changes the frequency of brain wave oscillation in the amygdala from a resting state to an aroused state that promotes the formation of fear memories. This changes the electrical discharge patterns in specific circuits in your emotional brain centered in the amygdala, which in turn transitions the brain to a state of heightened arousal that facilitates memory formation, fear memory, since it was scary for you to go through this. This is the same process the researchers think that goes awry in people that are struggling with PTSD and other brain health issues and makes it so you cannot forget. And it makes it very difficult for people to forget that traumatic experience. And they're living out that experience on a cellular level on a daily basis. So it's this is causing a ripple effect of the body being stuck in that sympathetic fight or flight stress state Inflammation levels come up, cortisol comes up to attenuate that inflammation because cortisol is your fight or flight response, but it's also an endogenous immunosuppressant, meaning it's a natural anti-inflammatory. Your body's trying to create homeostasis, it's trying to create balance. And this creates the nervous system to be in a hypervigilant hyperdrive uh, that audit, the autonomic nervous system is in that hyperdrive state. So this cascade of sympathetic response, hyperinflammatory response, hypervigilant nervous system is this vicious cycle that's going on with my patients. But I think that this study out of Tulane really showed the mechanism at play here, that cascade, that fear and trauma and chronic stress and how these things can actually be embedded in our cells of our brain and systemically.